Sunday with Miriam on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by BlackRock Health, providing patients with world-class clinical care and comfort, enabling swifter recoveries. Tweet at Miriam O'Call. Well, one of Ireland's most renowned pianists, Barry Douglas, brings his Camarata Chamber Orchestra to the National Concert Hall on the 1st of June as part of the 25th anniversary celebrations of their formation at the time of the Good Friday Agreement. And Barry joins me in the line this morning. Good morning, Barry. Good morning, Miriam. How are you? Great, thanks. Well, listen, your Chamber Orchestra, of course, it's well known, it's well travelled, it's well received. Bring us back to the time, first of all, will you, when it didn't even exist. How did it come about and why? Well, I was kind of inspired by a lot of people in the music world and in the artistic world who had not, um, in a sense, entered politics or commented on politics. But whenever something uh, momentous happened and, and incredibly positive, whenever that happened, they, they reacted in an artistic way. So I thought that I should try and do something for Ireland, North and South, and say, well, look, there's the Good Friday Agreement. The people of Ireland, both parts of the island voted for the Good Friday the agreement and it's a brilliant achievement and it's going to bring peace and it has brought peace. Uh, what can we do in our own small artistic way? And I thought, well, I'll get all my mates together from mm-hmm. both parts of Ireland uh, and, and play a couple of concerts. And it was simple and kind of stupid as that. We we played in Stormont in the Parliament buildings and, and the next day we, we were in St. Patrick's Hall in Dublin Castle. Uh, and uh, it was a great occasion. A lot of um, important people came, a, a lot of wonderful music lovers came uh, and it, it kind of spun off from there because the the American ambassador to Ireland, Jean Kennedy Smith, said you've got to come to Kennedy Centre in Washington next year to my festival and that's kind of how the career started. It wasn't meant to last 25 years, it was only meant to last 48 hours but uh, I mean I can't believe we're still going after 25 years. I mean it must be hugely pleasing Barry, a group of musicians gathered by you together for two special concerts in 1999 were so well received and that it's led to this something so permanent and it also became a home, I suppose, for new generations of chamber orchestra musicians. Well, yeah, I think that's true, Miriam. What's incredible is that I discovered, the. I mean, I knew... Ireland was very talented for uh, the people in Ireland, very talented for music, for classical music. We know about traditional music and jazz. We know about the theatre and the visual arts. But classical music is not very well known around the world coming from Mm-hmm. the island of Ireland and I wanted to change that uh, and well once we got up and running we were actually travelling around the world I, I noticed that people were fascinated first of all by the fact that we had the support and the, the patronage of the President of Ireland then Mary McAleese uh, and Her Majesty the Queen because in, in Ireland we have the two jurisdictions mm-hmm. and we're the only um, charity apart from Cooperation Ireland that has that honour but people were fascinated by the fact that we could all get together and make music uh, and it really it kind of um, they react in such a positive way and they said this is incredible because you have to do lots and lots of concerts because this is an amazing story um, so in a sense we were a victim of a victim and, and absolutely beneficiary of that incredible uh, goodwill around the world 
But uh, our career was, uh, the career of the orchestra was mainly, you know, it was about international touring. Uh, and we weren't very well known back home. So <laughs> I thought we've got to play more often in the National Concert Hall and, and, and Cork and, and, and Limerick. And we've been a lot to Drogheda and Dundalk and, and certainly Belfast and Derry. Uh, and I think it's, I just want to say, look, thank you everybody for, for voting for the for Good Friday Agreement. But also here, look, this is our, we're still... Um, sawing away on the violins here, and we're 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 making music because that's what um, that's what friendships about. I mean, it's not just the friendship on the island of Ireland; it's the friendship, you know, in the British Isles, uh, and that's what I've noticed. There's a, a fantastic groundswell of of goodwill towards towards Irish people and towards Irish culture uh, all over the British Isles, you know, Great Britain and in Ireland. So tell me, Barry, what is in store for the concert at the National Concert Hall on June the 1st? And I mean, obviously, your orchestra was formed as an all-island orchestra in response to the Good Friday Agreement. Yeah, but we wanted to present a programme that is very well-known music. We wanted it to be celebratory uh, in feeling. Um, and so we have the Emperor Concerto, which everybody knows. We have the Mozart 40th Symphony, which everybody adores. And um, we start with the Hebrides Overture. Uh, and it, it was just a a way of showcasing the the musicians who are in the orchestra and a lot of them of course have changed in the last 25 years people have moved on and younger ones have moved in uh, and uh, but so it's just the leader Mike Darcy and I were with the old stalwarts <laughs> we're still around so it's it's going to be a really fun night great music great camaraderie uh, and the concert hall of course is one of the premier concert halls of the world and talking about young people and you know developing their careers i know just in the past few weeks barry you've become involved in a campaign to save the city of belfast school of music because that was very influential in your own life wasn't it? in your own development as a musician yeah, in, in so many I mean, thousands of, of youngsters went through the Belfast School of Music. Uh, it was it's such an icon and it's uh, it's an institution which has been so important. I mean, there are many wonderful teachers, private teachers as well in the north, and that, that's absolutely fine. But I think without the Belfast School of Music, the place would be uh, much poorer and sadder. Um, I, I remember my parents paid for one year's piano tuition one pound sixty. I mean, it, it was incredible. It, it was total access. I know this a very long time ago. <laughs> 1.60 is much more now. Mm. But um, the access for people uh, of all budgets and all backgrounds was incredible. And um, that meant that, you know, to this day, we have, you know, so many uh, fantastic musicians, you know, but they may not be playing professionally, but they, they're music lovers and they go to concerts. So it's really important for society. That 160 spent by your parents was well spent, though, because, of course, you won gold at the International Chinese. Koski Piano Competition in Moscow 1986, which is an incredible competition to win. And you've also played for a lot of prime ministers, presidents, heads of state. And is it true you played for Gorbachev when you were just 26, Barry? Yeah, I did. I, did. Yeah, I had the honour. <laughs> How did that um, come about? Uh, not only that, but uh, well, they, they asked me after I won. They said, um, we, "We want you to play a concert, play the Tchaikovsky Concerto again." And and then they told me just before I walked on the stage that Gorbachev was there. I guess they didn't want to tell me too much in advance. Uh, and there he was. I could see him in in the box just uh, by the side of the stage. Um, so I mean, that was an incredible honour because I was such uh, an admirer, uh, so inspired by his his uh, work politically uh, in bringing the Soviet Union to to another phase um, and also then then what, what Yeltsin did and I, I didn't meet him but I, I saw him from afar once and I mean, it's incredible that, that transition um, 
So, yeah, it was an amazing time. And I have many wonderful friends and musician friends um, uh, from, from Russia and from all the, the, the former Soviet um, republics. You always hear to be a pianist as successful as you are, Barry, that it requires incredible dedication, incredible hours of work. Do you still need to play and practice as much as ever or because you now know how to do it, can you just roll back and not work as hard? Well, if you see, you know, if you're a football or rugby or um, whatever sport you like and you see how those guys uh, and now, although of course, no matter if you're a women's team or a men's mm-hmm. team, how they work every day, they train every day. And it's really like that. I mean, it's not as physical playing the piano. It's just mm-hmm. fingers and arms. But you, you cannot miss a day because um, you will go you will go backwards. And so, yeah, you have to play every day. If you miss the odd day, but you you can't miss a day if you have a concert coming up. If you're going on holiday or something, then you can take a week off. That's fine. But you have to get back in shape again. Barry Dog, it's been a privilege talking to you. And that concert is taking place on the 1st of June in the National Concert Hall. It's going to be the start of your Camarata's 25th anniversary celebrations. Thanks so much for telling to me. Tickets, of course, nch.ie. Thank you very much, Barry. Thank you so much. Thanks, Miriam. Sloan.